Welcome, this is the Change Creator Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Change Creator Podcast Show. This is your host, Adam Force, here at Change Creator. Um, excited to be here today because I love talking about um, the mind and how we behave and why we do things and our mental blocks and all that good stuff. And today we have a treat for you. We're going to be talking to uh, someone by the name of Mandy Barbie. She's the founder of Palladium Mind. Um, so we're going to cover a number of topics here. She's actually... Um, a, she helps people in transformation and healing, right? So she works with a lot of clients all around the world and they. she basically focuses on like how to overcome uh, anxiety and different stressors and get over certain mental blocks in your life so that you can really start to thrive. Thrive not only in your business, but in life in general. So um, she has some unique uh, insights that she's going to be talking to us about today that I think will be really great takeaways that will help you on your journey as an entrepreneur. So excited to jump into that with Mandy today. Um, if you guys missed the last episode of the Change Creator podcast, um, definitely go back. We spoke to Ken Costles. He's a very sharp guy. Um, he was on the Forbes 30 Under 30. Uh, we talk about growing leads and revenue faster for e-commerce. Um, and there are some interesting considerations from you know what's going on in the world today, but also just from his extensive experience working with a lot of clients and running a lot of different campaigns and stuff like that. So um, if you have an e-com company, definitely uh, something to check out. And even if you don't, there's a lot of great conversations just about growing leads and revenue, right? So don't want to miss that one. Um, and guys, um, one of the things that we have been focused on, I know we've had a lot of people come up to us and they're obviously trying to go digital and they're kind of stressing it, which totally get that. Um, but you know, we, our program, the Captivate Method is, we're all, we're focused on digital, right? So the Captivate Method program is really about helping people get more, um, to really build trust with their audience, get more leads and get consistent sales. And we do this through uh, strategic storytelling. So we really supercharge the business and market with storytelling, but we also set up these systems the right way so you guys can have that that basically a sales loop, right? Um, so if this is something that's going to help you because you want to get digital and get your revenue channels up on the digital side, uh, this could be a great program for you. Um, we do look for early stage entrepreneurs who at least have their product that maybe made a sale or two at least, right? Um, because we're not doing product development, but the community offers lots of live coaching and all that kind of stuff. So it's a very powerful... Um, um, program. If you're interested, it sounds like something that can help you right now. Go to changecreator.com and you'll see in the navigation menu or the header, um, it says uh, join Captivate. You'll be able to get on a wait list and within a very short period of time, um, after you get a couple emails and updates, you'll get an opportunity to join our masterclass to learn more about how this can help you. And then from there, you can make your decisions if this is the right community for you or not. But really exciting stuff. It's proven it works. We've, we've, we use these strategies all the time, um, not only for ourselves, but to help other clients scale their businesses um, all the time. So. All right, guys, just wanted to make mention of that during this time with this pandemic, because I realize how important, I mean, digital is always important, but more than ever now, we're just seeing a whole influx of people who are looking for that kind of support. So I would jump on it, get in there, check it out. Um, and you can always reach out, go to our contact page, reach out if you have questions or, um, you know, there's a chat bot or whatever on there that you could talk to us. Um, all right, guys, without further ado, let's jump into it. Don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes. Um, and uh, yeah, let's talk to okay, Amanda. Okay, show me the heat. On 
Hey, Mandy, welcome to the Change Creator Podcast show today. How are you? I am so good, Adam. Thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. Excited to talk uh, with you uh, based on all the incredible expertise you have. It's a space that I always like to to get involved in. So why don't we just open the door a little bit with, um, you know, what is going on today with you? Um, not today specifically, but just present time. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And and give us a little bit of that background. So I like to get like what's going on now and then we can kind of work our way into how you got here. Yeah, absolutely. So right now today in my world, I we're hunkered down in Seattle, Washington, yeah. uh, doing some social distancing here. And um, yeah, I get to work from my home office and I'm serving clients all over the United States and one international client um, through my coaching and hypnotherapy practice, Palladium Mind. Currently, what's going on that's very exciting to me is something that's been a long time in the works, which is not a plug. It's just something I'm extremely passionate about, um, is the very first opportunity that I have ever felt alignment to share something virtual, a resource that will actually create healing with people where they don't have to dip that toe in the water of one-to-one in person or, or virtual work. So it's something, it's a product that I I've been ruminating on and um, steeping on for the last like five years and it's finally coming to fruition in April. So that's very exciting. Very cool. Uh, Congratulations. So thank you. I, you know, for me, one of the things that's so important and why I, I really wanted to have this conversation with you is that you have an expertise in helping people overcome struggle by understanding and um, managing, you know, the anxiety and fear, fear-based decision-making. Um, and then when it comes to us being entrepreneurs, especially solopreneurs who are, um, you know, on our own and doing these things, um, there's a lot of that, right? There's a lot of uh, ups and downs and stressors that can really trigger a lot of anxiety and fear. And so, you know, one thing we always talk mm-hmm. about is how, you know, when we make decisions from those places that our, our, our timing from going from point A to point B gets much longer because we make lots of bad decisions. <laughs> and I want to help people understand, you know, how to think about that and how to start managing it. So can you just like talk a little bit about you know, how you work with people in general right now, just to give us some background on what you're doing um, and how like some of the key things that you're working with people on. Oh, yes. That's such a great setup. Um, The primary way that I work with people, this This work that I do falls under, it could be described in a lot of ways. And I think the best way to understand it is it's working with imagery. So a couple key points are that um, anything happening automatically in your experience, anything that's automated in your experience by your body or by your mind is governed by your subconscious. Mm-hmm. So subconscious problems can't be analyzed away. We can bring unconscious issues to light, to awareness. But even if you do, you can't like troubleshoot a feeling away. There needs to be an experience. <laughs> I love that you're laughing. 
<laughs> Beautiful. Can you relate to that? Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, you have these experiences, and I just like that you use the word troubleshoot. Like, oh, let me, you know, it's just, it's, it's a funny way of putting it. I actually just typed, I typed down, I quoted you on that one. You can't troubleshoot an experience. <laughs> yeah, you can't troubleshoot a feeling away. Like, even if this is the, this is the awareness that I had, like, years into doing this work with people. Um, and I will describe the work in just a moment. I, I want to bring that clear clarity too. So we're all like kind of speaking the same language. Um, but the, the awareness that I had was people are like, I don't know what this anxiety is from. I don't know what it's causing it. I don't know. And this is a huge point of frustration. And it's also can make a feeling or a sense of failure result in that person's experience, depending on how we, um, relate to, not knowing something, what we feel or decide about the fact that we don't know the reason. It can either be scary or it can be defeating. And that's totally um, relatable. But in, in, in the big scheme, even if you do know, because often people will learn, most of the time when I work with people, we discover the root. Mm-hmm. Um, just knowing it doesn't change it. And that is a, something beautiful that I want to pad. Took me, like I said, years of working with people one on one to notice this huge frustration that we bring a loading to the situation with burden of, oh my God, but I don't know why. And then we find out and we still have to find a way of resolving it. So I think that that bit, that little nugget of information can bring a lot of grace. Like, yeah. okay, so, so knowing it isn't going to make you feel better. What will? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And well, I mean, at least I guess if you can like you have these conversations, you get to the root of what's causing because like I always say, like, Mm -hmm. if you don't know a mistake that you're making, right, you think you're doing everything great, just like having clarity on your business. Like if you think you have clarity and you don't know the mistakes you're making, well, you can't get around them and fix them if you're not even aware. So at least the first step, it sounds like is like, well, what is the source of this anxiety? It's easy to say I'm stressed because of money and I'm stressed, but there's probably other things that go far deeper that cause these. Um, ongoing, you know, stressors or trigger you into behaviors that create these this anxiety, right? Um, so if we can understand what they are, then I guess you could start at least taking the next steps to manage that. I think that's such a beautiful like uncovery that you just made about. Um, we say when we say it's just an opportunity, even for listeners in this very moment to think like if there's something that's top of mind, like it's money, I'm stressed about money or I'm stressed about that, that one hiring decision or the firing decision that I'm contemplating or making that leap. It's like you've identified it. That's good. But then what's the reason why that is causing so right. much distress? Right. And I mean, so like what? Like, what do people, how do you start figuring that out? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that your magic sauce? Oh, I can totally, I'll share as much as I possibly can. This is my area of genius or geek out. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, I think this would be a perfect time to do the best I can in describing exactly what I do and how I do it so we can open that up and uh, others can benefit and command the resources that they are governing. So we use the very mechanisms in the body and in the mind and in the person and the awareness that are creating the problem automatically to shift it. 
So if you want to operate at the level where change needs to happen in the subconscious, that's the feeling body. So it's not the intellect or the logical part. I'm pointing up right to my neocortex right now, right to the temple. Mm -hmm. It's not that frontal lobe. It's the feeling body, the instinctual primal awareness, the instincts and um, intuition, you could say. Mm -hmm. And how you... in how you work with that is actually so simple because imagery is the language of the subconscious. Oh, that's Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I yeah, we can okay, talk to the problem that. with imagery. Imagery is you the haven't language heard it? of the subconscious. No, I have not heard that um, concept that imagery is the language of the subconscious. Can you can you tell us a little bit more about that? Like why that is? Yes. Um, there's, I say, I usually hold up three fingers and I'm doing that right now. <laughs> there's imagery, hormones, and emotions. There may be more. I've often asked myself this, but um, these are the languages of the subconscious. These are the shuttlers of automatic reactions. And so, like in dreams, for instance, uh, this is the best way to describe it. When we're processing at night in a certain um, brainwave pattern and we're becoming aware of our unconscious information when we remember our dreams, dreams are primarily an imagery, but there's other aspects of imagery that also show up. We have an internal sense we have an internal set of senses that replicate the sensory experience we have in the outside world. So our perception gets repeated on the inside so that the body mind can store it. I hope this is making sense because basically if we if we hear a sound, the way that we're able to recall the sound later is because we have an internal sense of sound. Yeah. Yeah. So you could imagine someone gently brushing a hand against your hand, or you could remember sandpaper, how it feels. We have these internal sensory ways of storing information as well. Right. And so that is the matter by which subconscious information is stored and organized. And it's also how it's recalled. Mm, yeah. Okay. So, so now, okay. Can we talk, I want to talk about like, so this is helpful just to get that like depth of understanding. And I think a lot of times, you know, people, and, and I, I'm going to ask a general question because I want to see just how you feel about it, that when we are entrepreneurs and we are exploring the unknown, we're solving problems. Um, the people that really are held back from finding success in what they do, it doesn't matter how great of an expert they are. If they aren't mm -hmm. making it, it tends to be because of mindset blocks. Is that a fair statement? I am like, I would love to, uh, to, to hear it because we talked a little bit before this call as well. And you mentioned mindset there too. And I think that mindset is one of those words where when people say it, they might mean sometimes different things. Okay. I would love to hear what you, yeah. what, can you describe mindset? And then I'll also butt up against that. Yeah. So it, 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 I'm relating it to what you're talking about. So if I was, it's the subconscious. So the subconscious conscious mm -hmm. dictating how we feel, how we respond. Um, and a simple example would be um, around money, right? So everyone talks about money blocks and it's about, well, what did your parents teach you about money? What were the stories you heard about money? And how do those affect the way you behave? 
behave around money and you know it it creates the feelings you have about it so you know i always say if you hate money you're probably not going to have much right if you're not if you're not if you think it's a really hard thing to get then you're probably going to always make yourself work 100 hours a week in order to get money <laughs> right so it's like yeah these are the types exactly. of things that i see with entrepreneurs including myself we all have these things um and i'm i like for example i i read a book by Bruce Lipton called The Biology of Belief and um, dives into a lot of these types of things because I'm always hunting for how do I improve myself? How do I strengthen my mindset? But like a great example was like, okay, if you had a CD playing old school, right? You got a CD playing a song and you're like, I really want to change this song. Just thinking about it, like saying, don't eat those donuts and I'm going to be on a diet. Like it just saying it doesn't do anything. You have to literally go there and reprogram it by putting a new CD in. So how do mm-hmm. we do that in our brain? Yes. I love that book, Adam. I, and you can, <laughs> and I, I tell people, you can listen to it in three hours on Audible on a Sunday morning. It's good. If you're able. It's super. Good. It's so good. He's just a beautiful human, too. Um, how do you reprogram it? Yeah. And, and do I agree about this this you know, experience of struggle being a lot mindset, as you described it, 100%. We're in alignment and understanding there. Okay. Um, How do we reprogram it? There's um, working with imagery, you know, working with imagery is something that it's, let me pause there. I want to say something different. Okay. We reprogram it when I, I was thinking of when I work with people, what's really important to me to convey is that sometimes because I do practice hypnotherapy, people come in and actually Bruce Lipton, Dr. Bruce Lipton also mentions hypnosis at the end of the biology of belief, which is so interesting, just this tiny little word. Yeah. But I do practice hypnotherapy. It was, it's because it was a way that I was trained to utilize imagery with others. The imagery isn't proprietary to any modality. You're using imagery all the time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we can use it for good or we could use it for evil because we could use imagery to make ourselves spun up and imagine really terrible things or we can use imagery. Sometimes it feels spontaneously or automatically without choice to put ourselves into what Tony Robbins would say a beautiful state. Mm -hmm. We can command our state by the way that we direct our attention and the imagery that we call in. This, you can see that there's this interesting interplay that I think about all the time between conscious control and direction and the, the allowing of our subconscious to play as well. And so mm-hmm. I do, people come into hypnotherapy a lot and they find me through through hypnotherapy quite frequently. And we always start with debunking this idea that there's any form of transfer of control because I'm only going to help that person steer their own imagery in a relaxed state. I can't install imagery. Mm-hmm. I can't actually reprogram. They, in a state of relaxation, can access the subconscious and imagery arises naturally when we flip out of analytical mindset. Yeah, yeah. So does that answer? It does. So I have questions, of course. Beautiful. <laughs> um, so you are talking about being in a state of theta, right? Is that your your relaxed state? 
theta is the, the theta is one of those relaxed states and i i tend to i really work with people in alpha which is a very it's a very wakeful but mm. alert state where imagery is natural and so theta and delta are generally in a state of like deeper sleep like yeah. they're either sleep light dreaming sleep or deeper sleep and we're definitely in a waking state yeah. um, just relaxed critical mind got it and and when you talk about using imagery um just so everybody listening understands like we're not talking about necessarily or maybe you are so you can tell me mm -hmm. like holding up a, a tangible image uh so you see something in front of you it's more about creating the images in your your mind right like thinking about certain images exactly okay okay and so like thinking about certain images i mean does this come through like the the I guess one of the processes I've always been curious about, and it's like, well, does this really work? And how do I know it works? Is like, you would obviously work with someone through this image process, which I'm, I'm not super familiar with, but does it relate to things like affirmations? Like what, it, like, is that another process or is it tied to it? Yeah, I'll go back one tiny step and then take you all the way through like a sure. spectrum of options because this is also like a point of passion for me is sharing with people the spectrum of tools that other people are giving them so that they understand where everything fits. Yeah. Almost like a like a care team, like your whole medical team working together. You can start to go, okay, wait a second, I see what's going on here and why, and then this one, and then I'm getting a suggestion for this from somebody else, and you can kind of begin to govern your own experience even more powerfully. Right. Okay. There's a conscious piece and there's an unconscious piece. And the conscious piece, like every person, every client, every human that I interact with, like I want us all to be building awareness because in that awareness, other things become possible, just like you said earlier. Yeah. When you become aware of the problem, suddenly you can think about solving it. Mm -hmm. This, when you work in a relaxed state of awareness, that is one of the easiest tools for solving a feeling problem mm -hmm. or an automatic problem. And that's what we're talking about here. So when we drop into relaxed state of mind, it, affirmation is one way of imagining something that's not true now or that we perceive is not true now, but we're putting ourselves in the experience of it being true by writing the affirmation or speaking the affirmation. I see. Does, does that jive? Yeah, for I'm you? getting it. Yeah, I'm getting it. Okay. I think that's, that's one way that I describe affirmation because it's one thing to go, um, what <laughs> I'll reveal myself, Harry Potter. I must not tell lies. I must not tell lies. Right, I right. must write a total dork moment. But, um, it, if we write the affirmation over and over and over again, surely we could eventually maybe have a chance of brainwashing ourselves. But if you, if you actually engage emotionally with the affirmation that you're mm -hmm. saying, you're basically dress rehearsing the emotional experience and giving your nervous system yes. the opportunity to taste what life is like when that's true. And you're making it true right now. 
I love that. Yeah. So, okay. So, cause that's something I picked up on through this process is like, you don't just sit there and say something in your mind. Right. And you, you want to, I, I learned that the most, and I think you're saying the same thing. The mm-hmm. most important part of that is to not just say it and think it, but to actually feel it to actually emotionally feel what it's like um, when you're saying that emo- uh, like that uh, that affirmation. So yes. you just mentioned jolting the nervous system and starting, because now if you can feel it, like, and you said, I guess, what life is like, right? And I think that that hit me. I'm like, yes, okay. So that's probably the most important part of that process, right? Yes, yes. And let's take it a step further. So an affirmation is this one part of utilizing our decision making process, which is conscious to step into an emotional experience of something new being true. Mm. An affirmation is not the primary tool that I use in my practice, but it's what I will send people away to do at home because it supports. It's like this beautiful foundation or a brick right. road that you're building underneath all the change work that we're going to do, the transformation work that you can do with imagery w- with a person one on one. And so with imagery, like on top of we stack these resources, we're bringing consciousness to bear. We want the deci- we want the decision making process on board with what we're doing. We're not trying to go um, ahead or without the rest of the person's good decision making on board. Right. Then right. affirmations can support change work. And in very light situations with enough repetition and consistency, they can and will change problems. But a lot of times when there's real deep fears and I don't mean deep like long ago or deep down or dark. I just mean if it's really emotionally charged, it's really hard to step into the experience of those words even being true. We need something else to shift. Mm. And you can make shift happen like like that. I mean, practically like that when you're working directly with the problem state via an interface such as imagery. So imagery allows like an like an like a translator between conscious awareness and unconscious problem within the body. So suddenly they have a means of talking. Got it. Yeah, I love that. That's interesting. And so can you I guess I'm curious. Um. Now that we're kind of talking about the imagery, we talked about the affirmations. Um, like, how long is a process like this uh, usually taking place before we can start seeing shifts in, I guess, I want to say the reality that we're manifesting? Mm-hmm. This is, this is one of the most fun parts of my job, but I, I get to tell you that when you do this type of, when you do this type of, you have this type of conversation within yourself using this language where suddenly I'll say, it feels like sometimes when you're trying to problem solve a feeling, it can be like one person speaking one language, screaming at another person speaking another language, and the other person screaming back with anxiety, and the conscious mind is screaming back with problem solving. They're both just screaming at each other, and nobody's understanding anything, right? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, can we just get a translator in here? <laughs> yeah. And then you have a translator, and they don't even have a beef. Like, okay, cool. It's like a handshake and it's done. But communication got to happen. Right. And that is that fast. And not only is it that fast, um, it's that when 
you have that conversation, you've actually resolved the reason for the feeling. The feeling is only coming to deliver information. The problem is its language isn't being heard or understood because we get so used to listening with our conscious mind. We're no longer those children just in worlds where reality and dreams can mix and we're like with our playmates, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, I guess I'm curious. So, I mean, cause I guess it's, it's different for everybody, right? It's not like you yeah. can say, Oh, in a month I'm going to be a millionaire because I overcame my fear of money <laughs> or like, you know, whatever it might be. Um, you know, even like Tony Robbins, we interviewed him and he was like, you know, I've worked with all these big time CEOs, professional athletes, all these guys. And no matter what level you're at, he said that, you know, when someone's trying to go to the next level of success, like to move into a new version of themselves and a new version of their life, 80% of the time, there's a psychological block holding them back that he just helps Mm -hmm. them get around. And that's all it is. Yeah, this is the exact, this is the nature of my work is I help people shift the block. We help people resolve the block. Right. And I can speak to, Um, And if anybody is still listening after all of this technical (laughs) communication, I'm going to be really pleased. (laughs) I feel like I just been on overload delivering so much tech information, but um, I really, I really love talking about this stuff, Adam. So you don't know how much I appreciate you just sharing this time with me. And I really admire the work that you're doing. Oh, thank you. No, I mean, I love, I love getting into these conversations. I just think they're so important um, because, you know, entrepreneurship in my mind is about creating a life and it's, it's, there is no work-life balance. It's just about this harmony of how do you live your life? How do you spend your time? And I think there's so many unnecessary stressors from past, um, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, conditioning that we're not aware of. And I just give you an example of how important this mindset stuff is. We had, I was at a summit uh, not long ago and it's about 40 people in a mastermind that we're in, you know, one that you have to pay a big bill to be part of. And so you're already paying a lot of money, over $20,000 to be part of this mastermind. And we got a room of 40 people. So a guy goes up and he presents about money mindset. This is what his program and what he helps people with, right? Is just money mindset. And so it's a $5,000 program for, to be part of this. And then he had a small discount for people in the room. But at the end of the day, 50% of the room right there on the spot opened up their phones and bought that. These are these are multiple high, like six figure, seven figure entrepreneurs. And they are without even thinking about it. Half that room bought that program because money mindset was just so important to the process of getting to that next stage. So what the mm-hmm. reason I'm sharing this is that the work you do is probably one of the most important parts of becoming successful in building the lives that we want. Wow, you really just honored me. I see it that way too. And it's one of the greatest joys of of me finding my purpose is that I really think that like when you when you scrape away the scum and then you scrape away the paint and you get all the way down to bare metal, like what I get to work with people is on the foundation. And when the foundation is rock solid, you can't stop a person. And it's not hard. It's not long to get there, even though that is so counterintuitive because we can struggle against these things for as long as we have memory. Right. I see this stuff shift 
so fast and it's not a magic button you know and I know that you know that it's not a magic button that's not what I'm saying but your question was interestingly your question was like how long does it take yeah and um I have worked well, my background in the military, and I also have background in manufacturing, you know, regulated, regulated industries, two of them. So we're like precision and quality and root cause analysis and resolution, the five whys, like <laughs> it's got to be dialed in. Yeah. And I bring that to bear with this really soft, um, compassionate type of work to help people resolve some of the darkest stuff where we've got guilt or shame or whatever and anxiety where it's like we're breaking our heads against it. And so to help people be able to shift those things where there's a lot of belief sometimes stacked against ourselves, it is such um, an honor. Yeah. So I have worked really hard. My, my entire obsession is in creating a, a being able to provide something where there's an expectation that within this window, you can expect that a normal bell curve of results are going to be, you can have a resolution, not like in, you know, 19 days, it's like a timer, it just goes off and you're done. But it's like, you know, there's a range. And if you follow the process, you yeah. can shift an, a lifelong problem in I, weeks. I love that. Yeah, I love that. And, and it's because it's funny. You could see people, they'll spend all the money in the world on like a course for a marketing strategy on Pinterest or all this other stuff. And they end up missing uh, the nurturing of the most important part, important part of their success, which is cultivating the mindset because and the reason I say that is what everything we've been talking about. Um, but the other part of it is, you know, right now you are not the person that you need to be to get where you want to go. So you have mm -hmm. to literally become different versions of yourself to continue to grow into that, that future that you have a vision for, right? Yes, yes, yes. And <laughs> when, when you were speaking about, um, when you were just talking, what came to mind was when, when you, with what you said was we're, buying the strategies we'll, we'll pay for the marketing we'll invest in the equipment right but we're less likely sometimes to pour into ourselves yes and what came to mind was the creator and that's this is your podcast you know it's it's the change creator who's creating the change it's the creator yeah. and so we have to nourish ourselves first because we are the consciousness that's bringing all of this about exactly exactly i think that's a good note to to wrap up on i did want to just ask um who you typically work with right who is your i guess primary your perfect customer if you will yeah, I um, I am. I have a huge smile on my face right now because I have never really resonated with like with gender specific work, mm -hmm. and I really believe strongly in the universality of this resource and want to be available to the human race. Um, that being said, you know I do have issues that I work very specifically, and I can share a little bit about my practice. It's a I actually work with 55% of my practice has been served has served. Men, and 45% has been women. Um, I work, I have worked with people across 25 different countries. I can serve people as long as they share at this point in time, English as a common language, right. 
very versant because when you're relaxed, it's even harder to do that translation and maintain relaxation, even if you're multilingual. Right. Um, and my truly, my focus issue is on helping people resolve anxiety because I have walked that road and it is possible to resolve anxiety and cease managing it. So I'm just really, um, I'm really psyched about helping people to heal anxiety and no longer cope with it. Okay, great. Well, why don't we give a shout out uh, where people can learn more about what you're doing and um, find you? Yes. Adam is, well, I'll tell you right now then. Beautiful. I am on Instagram. I'm a little, I have a little bit of an Instagram addiction. LOL. <laughs> and my, my handle is my palladium mind because my company is palladium mind. Palladium is one of the elements on the periodic table in the platinum group. So that's P A L L A D I U M mind. And my website's palladiummind.com. And there's a giveaway for accessing your alpha state at palladium mind forward slash change creators. Got it. Okay, great. And we'll put that in the show notes uh, for everybody to check out. Um, Mandy, thank you so much for your time and sharing your expertise. Um, inspire, it was inspiring and, and very helpful. Thank you so much, Adam. That's all for this episode. Your next step is to join the change creator revolution by downloading our interactive digital magazine app for premium content, exclusive interviews, and more ways to stay on top of your game. Available now on iTunes and Google Play or visit changecreatormag.com. We'll see you next time where money and meaning intersect right here at the Change Creator Podcast. Change Creator Podcast.